want a child, but I'm still not like, you know, I probably want to play um, The Witcher 3 on my Switch more than I want to, like, want a kid, right? So, like, you know, it's <laughs> so do I. Really, really sensitive smells. Sometimes just the smell of meat would make us sick. <laughs> so, you've got to just be kind of, like, you know, not, not take things personally. <laughs> That's hard not to take personally. Yeah, you fucking stink. <laughs> no, no, no. Who makes you fucking stink? What was your actual kind of thoughts about the whole thing? Were you happy? Were you sad? Were you scared? Were you thinking, is this mine? Like, what What was the... <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she's just texting back saying, yeah, I, I think I'm pregnant. So I, was like, I just remember she got pissed off with me then. Because I was like, well, what yeah, the fuck you text me? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that? <laughs> yeah, no one. It's a bit of a surprise to text seems like, I was in the, Yeah, I was like something you call. Well. Right? Who is your daddy and what does he do? In this podcast, I get together with two friends, Matt and Paul both who I've known for most of my life and who are already fantastic parents to amazing young children. My name is Stephen, and I haven't got a clue about being a father and what you're supposed to do, but I'm at the beginning of this crazy journey with my wife, and I'm looking for brutal honesty about what it's like so I can be fully prepared for what's to come. In today's episode, Paul and Matt cover a topic that we're all pretty familiar with, but you'd be surprised just how different it can be for everyone. Today, we talk about what you do as a new father when you find out you're having a baby. Let's see what we learn. So um, yeah, there was takeaways from last week's right. So like, so this one we'll do every every recording. We'll some I'll like quickly explain what last one's was was about, and then summarize right. So last one's uh, show was about um, the kind of uh, steps to becoming a dad, right? So how did you know what was right right for you, um, and how did you change kind of your your sexual behavior with your partner to try to to help things out? By the sounds of Paul had to do very little. By the sounds of it, Wheeler had to do a lot. Um, and there was some takeaways, some some good tips from it. The first one was, if you feel like um, it's taken longer than you than you hoped or than you thought, then talk to your GP sooner rather than later. Um, if 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 your your wife or your partner is on the pill, then that just before you started, that might cause issues in in maybe making it longer to to get pregnant. Um, Paul talked about having or using apps as they can help and something which I noted down um, was if you're going to try to have kids it's probably best not to live with your parents while you're trying that was that was the last thing I put down um, so for, for this week's one um, it's it's going through kind of the, 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 the time when you like when you found out you were going to be a dad right so that moment and the the aftermath uh, straight after that moment. So um, I go to Paul first. So break down to me, like how did you find out? Like what 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 was the like what was the moment? Do you remember it? Like when you when you first found out you're going to be a dad for the first time? Um, yeah, I do actually, because um, I was in work basically, and Kat texted me. <laughs> I had no idea if she thought she was pregnant or she was taking a pregnancy test. Ah, well, so um, she didn't actually tell you beforehand? No. Ah, interesting. Okay. <laughs> and uh, she, she just texted me saying, 
all she said was, I've taken a pregnancy test. I was like, and what the fuck are you talking about? Um, and uh, yeah, she was just texting back saying, yeah, I, I think I'm pregnant. And I was like, I just remember she got pissed off with me then. Because I was like, well, what yeah, the fuck you it... text me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, well, like, it was a bit of a surprise to text seems me. Like, I was in a, yeah, I was seems in like a something you call, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was in a meeting as well, and I was thinking, like, how am I, like, how am I supposed to concentrate now? Were you doing a presentation? No, no. Oh. Obviously, I wasn't really listening, I was looking at my phone. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, I was just thinking, like, phone me about this, because hmm. now I can't, I, have, I can't tell anyone here, obviously, because you told me. And it's all like, you know, it's not the kind of thing you tell people at that stage, is it? Was it a so case I, of like your your boss or whoever was in the meeting was like everything all right and you're like yeah fine 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 great yeah 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 yeah, and yeah I can imagine, pretty much I can imagine someone opposite you thinking is this guy having a stroke <laughs> <laughs> yeah so obviously yeah it's a, it's a bit of a, it's, I just remember it because it's a bit of a surprise to sort of find out that way. <laughs> I can imagine it being in a scenario of like, oh, so guys, we've cured cancer. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, anything to add, Paul? Oh, so, yeah, so, yeah, I just remember, uh, you know, Kat was pissed off and in the mood with me then because the way I reacted. Oh, well, to understand, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kind of see it both ways, right? I get why. No, you're... I'm, on, I'm on the bloke side of this one. <laughs> I'm on Paul's side. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. Obviously, yeah, always going to be on a boat. <laughs> um, so, so before I go to you, you know, I got one question for you then, Paul, because I think this is important. What, what test, what pregnancy test was used? Are we talking about like clear, clear blue or like Tesco non-brand? Uh, well, both. Okay. Then right. you know, I, I was, you know, I'm, I'm like quite tight anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And then it turned out you think like three or four tests. And they're like a ten quid a pop. Yeah, they're fucking ain't cheap. So I'm then you have, to, you have to put on the spreadsheet for pound Yeah, because you wouldn't believe the results. I was, I, like, I was thinking, that's coming out of their pocket money. <laughs> <laughs> no quilted toilet paper for us tonight. <laughs> so yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was, all, all kinds of tests. So there was so, some clear blue and there was some like Boots own brand or something. So um, what was your, because you already kind of said your first reaction, which was, um, what, would I, what would be a good word? I'd probably say not very well. Human, bro. Um, <laughs> but what, what was your kind of, as, the, as you're looking at this test, text, when you got past the, you know, why the fuck are you texting me this um, in a meeting? This, how am I going to deal with this? What was your actual kind of thoughts about the whole thing? Were you happy? Were you sad? Were you scared? Were you thinking, is this mine? Like, what, what was the. <laughs> I was happy, but, I, but um, I felt a bit sick. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was, a bit, it was a bit of a. Uh, I don't know. But like queasy, or do you feel like I'm just, I can't believe you're pregnant. I'm fucking sick. Or, <laughs> is, <laughs> sick. is it like, is it like witnessing a horrific accident? And, um, you can't, you just, you have to, have to be sick. Like, yeah, like I, was, I don't know. I think it's just a kind of, um, panicky. 
anxiety yeah, setting panic, in. Panic, panic. You think, oh, this is this is real. Obviously, like we talked about, and we were trying, didn't expect this to happen so quickly. So she, even though she didn't tell you she got a test, she had told you that you were trying. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I knew we were, I knew we were trying. Um, like I said last week, it, it, it didn't take long. Um, yeah, yeah. To get pregnant, and yeah, I think it was just a sort of um, you feel a sense of um, doom. It's sort of like yeah, doom, doom, <laughs> foreboding. <laughs> nice <laughs> words as fuck. Love it. <laughs> so, um, so Matt, same thing to you then. So, uh, how did you find out? And uh, what were your? Well, I'm hoping your initial reaction was a bit better than Paul's. Oh, I was fucking fuming. I tried pushing it down the stage. Um, we, um, <laughs> no, we had um, she, we were trying for ages, and she had these piss sticks, which like test how fertile you are at that time of the month or day or whatever. We were trying for ages, and she came to pick me up from work, which was really weird. And uh, she never picked me up from work, and I just thought, oh, fuck, what's the matter? What have I done? What have I done? And that was the instant thought of, like, I've fucking done something. And uh, I probably blew, like, 100 quid out with the, on the piss or something on the Saturday, and she found out. I don't know. But anyway, she got to, she got to, to pick me up, and uh, she, I was like, why, why are you picking me up for? And uh, she went, oh, i got a present for you. And I was like, what is it? And she gave me this glittery bag and inside it was a baby bottle with um, a pregnancy test and she was positive. And I run out of the car and I run down the road going, yes! And uh, and then as I was walking back to the car after going yes for like 10 minutes, I realised, oh shit, I'm going to be responsible for a human being. And I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And then we had to try and conceal it from my parents for like, uh, fuck me, eight weeks. Wow, Six. really? Yeah, right. we couldn't we couldn't tell anyone because you, obviously you got to go for your first test first to make sure everything's yeah. fine and everything. And we didn't want to tell anyone. And I think I told I told my friends when I was in the band. I told my friends the first people I told, and their reaction apart from one certain person was amazing. And they were the first people I thought I I tell. And it was the same day I told them because we had band practice. Um, and yeah, it was amazing. And yeah. Yeah. Hold, so hold hold on to that thought because I want to go into kind of um, who you told and stuff like that in, in a moment. But yeah. So 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 your initial thoughts, Weeda, was this is amazing, but then holy yes. shit, yes. this is this is this is really important. Yeah. And I'm not one for doing any like i don't know i i'm never serious and it was the one serious thing in my life that i'd done and i was like oh fuck <laughs> did um, did either of you ever even for a moment and I, even if it was a fleeting moment did you think i've made a mistake no 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 that's not not at all erin probably thinks that now like oh yeah my, they're my fucking parents <laughs> She's four and he's as tall as me, you know. That kind of gives it away. But because um, this it's weird, right? Because um, because we're you know having these conversations, right? And um, mm-hmm. me and Leah, Leah are crying, right? Um, I'm think I'm thinking about this moment a lot, right? Not just for this kind of because the way I plan these these recordings is I've got like a list of about twelve topics to go over, right? And it's all kind of chronological order. 
Um, so, so I've been thinking about this for, for a few weeks already. Um, but that, that's probably one of the, the scariest things. It's, it's a bit for, for, for me, right? Obviously for, for women, it's pushing a baby out of your vagina was, you know, definitely the Piece scariest, of scariest thing. Um, but, uh, for me, it's like, how, how am I going to feel when that happens? Cause right now I'm like, I, I want a child, but I'm still not like, you know, I probably want to play, um, the Witcher three on my Switch more than I want to like want a kid, right? So, like, you know, it's just, <laughs> so do I. You know, I'm saying so like, do I. I'm all, all I can think about most days is playing The Witcher, right? So, so, but I mean, it, and that's like it's not. <laughs> I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean like you know, I don't have this burning urge to have a kid, right? You know, um, but I, but even though I feel like I'm ready and I want a kid with Leah, do you get what I mean? Like I, I want I want to take that step next step in my life. It changes. Almost, it yeah, def- it definitely it, your, your complete mentality and outlook on everything changes. And I'm not a serious person whatsoever. I don't shout, I don't scream, I I don't tell people or, or whatever. Right, even in work, I don't. And as soon as as soon as you have a kid, I don't know why you don't have to learn it. It just happens, and you just change, and your whole perspective and your whole reaction to anything. Like I would like. My perfect life, people want to go bungee jumping, skydiving. They want to fucking, uh, I don't know, score a goal at Wembley in the Epic Cup final. Do you know what I want? I want one day to myself where I can do fuck all. That's all I want. And that would be, that would be me. I yeah, just want to, I just want to wake up at 10 o'clock and just sit in my pants all day and play PlayStation. That's all you want. That's all I, I want. I got out of bed um, to make you both jealous. I got out of bed yesterday at eleven thirty oh, in the morning. Can't. It's because you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but no, my point is, is I don't know. It's like I'm I'm really worried about what my and uh, my reaction will be. I'm hoping it's going to be good. Uh, also, obviously, you'll be scared. But um, yeah, like maybe panic, right? But yeah, I, I think if you overthink it, I think you. you I think if you overthink it, it'll just be. Yeah, that's kind of my thing. Uh, I think it's a yeah, but I think it'll be a mute point. Because I, I think I said before, like I, I was shitting myself the whole nine months. I was just fucking shitting myself. I'm gonna be a father. Holy shit! Holy shit! I can hardly dress myself. And then, as soon as she was born, it was like, ah, okay, this is it, and everything, everything just left. And I, I, well, I was that was me. That was me personally. I don't know what it was like for Paul. I know, same pretty much. Um, I, yeah, I, I can't really, uh, can't really explain it to be honest. But once, uh, once Dylan was born, it was just kind of fine. You're like, okay, this is, this is what I have to do now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it, it was like, you know, I was still like a little bit nervous at first because they're, they're tiny and stuff. Um, but it was, it was sort of came naturally. You can get a piece of shit under your nail, and normally you'd be like, "Oh man, that's minging," and then you have a kid, and you just do that. That's Hazel licking licking his finger for those that mm. uh, uh, may may be listening in the future. Yeah. Um, all right. So w- what is interesting though is how different both your experiences been. Because Matt, I would have bet. One of my questions was, and I would have bet money that that Nick would have done some type of reveal that that could have been on Instagram. Like rocking up with a little thing, like she did a little reveal for you, right? Which is so Nick. Whereas um, Kat just texts Paul saying, uh, "I'm pregnant." <laughs> well, that's why I got pissed off because she didn't say I'm pregnant. She got, a, I got a pregnancy test. 
Was sag ich? Uh, Hanf? Uh, Matt, so this book, that book, the book I'm reading, the expectant dad's, uh, the expectant dad's survival guide, everything, she, everything you need to know by Rob Kent. So there's sections in there about obviously finding out. Um, the so I'll tell you some mad stats, right? Or some mad information about um about pregnancy tests. So first of all, did you know uh what triggers them is human? I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin this. Human. Chorionic gonadotrophin. You gotta get those gonadotrophins in, man. Gonadotrophin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's abbreviated to to something that's a bit easier to say. HCG. Yeah. So apparently they're they're um, levels in female urine, and those tests have been around since the 70s, right? Okay. So first of all, they're 97% accurate, apparently, which is how much? Right. 97% accurate. And also, apparently, it's a really bad idea to use them before your period is due, right? So they own, because they can cause a, a false uh, negative, um, which obviously is really worrying, right? Because then you think you're not pregnant and you might find out you are. So you should always um, use them once your your period is overdue, right? Apparently. Now, this is the, the mental thing I've just learned. So... In the first half of the 20th century, so basically before they had these tests or you could use them or get them really easily, one of the ways they tested to see if women were pregnant was to inject women's urine into adolescent rats, right? And if the woman was pregnant, the rat what? would would come into season even when it was adolescent. Oops, so they fuck, would fuck know, they, they would know that the woman was pregnant. That's what they used to do in the early part of the 20th century. Well, so how would you find that? Why would you everyone. sit there? Yeah, why would you sit there? No, so... Go, I don't take some piss into a rat. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you've never done that before, have you, John? No, it's not fun. <laughs> Mate, piss I don't in know, a rat. The, the 1920s were a, were a different time, right? But, um... Oh, you fuck, you don't think I'm going to look at a rat and go, John, I'm going to inject you with piss. That's what this book says. Right, um... So, so before I go into, before I kind of go into seeing what you did, right, when you found out, like, what was your next steps? I want to know, were there any signs beforehand that gave you a clue, right? So there's a list of things in this book, which they, which they say might happen, um, that will give you a clue to whether your, your other half is pregnant. So first of all, there's, um, there's weird tastes, right? So I'll just go through the list and you, you guys tell me if any of these happened or if there's any other telltale signs. So the first thing is apparently they can have weird tastes, um, like metallic tastes or something like that in their mouth. Um, the next thing is morning sickness. So apparently 50% of women experience morning sickness. Yeah, Nick, um, bad. Being tired and lethargic. Cravings. So apparently 90% of all women experience food cravings, and they're typically for high-carb foods. Then there's the one we all love, uh, breast engorgement, which is bitties. Large, <laughs> large breasts and nipples, um, which oh, apparently also become more sensitive. Um, and the other, the last thing, which is the one of the biggest telltale signs, is a missed period. So, did any of those, like, did first of all, did before you guys found out, because it seemed like both of you were a little bit blindsided anyway, so I don't know if you had an idea. Um, but were there any telltale signs in that list or were there any other things you noticed just before you found out uh, they were pregnant? 
Not not before. Um, Nick's mood swings. Nick snapped at me out of nowhere. Just Was it you sure? I know, I know you. No, I know I'm a complete, a complete bastard. She just snapped at me for not cleaning a bottle, uh, cleaning a, a bottle, uh, a drinks bottle, and it was full of gunk. And she just fucking snapped at me in front of my mother, and I was just like, whoa. And then the next day she told me she was pregnant. So I was like, ah, it makes sense now why you were being a psychopath. But, um, yeah, she's going to listen to this, and she's going to divorce me. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, that was the only thing. She had mood swings. And she just completely snapped. And I was like, what the fuck? So the next day then she told me she was pregnant. And it made sense. So, so Paul, you had nothing, though. There was no, no, not an inkling. Nothing happened even beforehand. Nothing at all. Nope. So nothing on that list, right? So, but did any of that stuff happen afterwards, I imagine? Yeah. Yeah. So Kat had, um, like, really bad uh, sickness. Yeah, I remember that. Pretty much, yeah. So she, she had she had hyperemesis, which um, is a sort of extreme version of uh, morning sickness. So basically, she she had she's been sick probably five six times a day for the first twenty weeks. Hyperemesis. Uh, I don't know how you spell that. All right, okay. I don't know how you spell it. Google it. Come up. But um, yeah, so she 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 had that really really badly for, well, like I said, twenty weeks, so half the pregnancy. Um, it was like that, so it was quite it was quite rough for her. Um, so she could she couldn't really uh, keep much food down. So we were we went back and forth to the hospital a few times during during that period because they had to give her um, uh, like put on a drip and stuff to give her fluids and keep her hydrated and things like that. Um, <clears throat> luckily she didn't have to have any sort of overnight stays or anything. But um, yeah, it was not uh, it was not a, not an easy pregnancy, especially in the the first half. Yeah, I remember, I remember, but at the time, um, Kat having a having a rough. Um, no, was it anything else though? Did she have cravings, um, breast engorgement? <laughs> breast engorgement. Well, um, oh, well it was National it. Geographic titties. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she, well, it has always had quite large breasts, anyway. So, <laughs> she's gonna fuck me up. Uh. So yeah, I didn't, didn't really notice that with cravings and stuff. Um, well, like I said, she couldn't. Um, she didn't really eat very much at all during the. Kind of first half of the pregnancy because she couldn't keep anything. Ah, right, yeah, yeah. And like she, she had a lot of um, sensitivities to smell, different smells. Like, um, wow, well, basically, I couldn't, I couldn't cook any hot food in the house. What? Because she would have just made her even more sick. So yeah. I had to like, I either basically ate sandwiches or uh, um, cooked them. My mum and dad's. Yeah, poor. You know that um, what's it called again? Hyper. Emesis. What's it? Hyperemesis. Emesis. Yeah. Like nemesis so, without an end. So um, that makes sense. Um, so, so what? Do you have any like advice if someone's going through that? Like, what did Kat have to do? Because that's something like it's something I never heard of. Um. um 
Not really. Like, good luck to you if you have it. Cause it's fucking horrific. But, like, um, was, it, was it, like, food that she was throwing up, or was it, like, bile, or... Well, bile, because she couldn't eat, so there was nothing to throw up, so it was just bile. Fucking hell. Did the doctors, did the, did the, like, were there no drugs to take or medicine to take to help? Um, they gave uh, some, like, anti-sickness tablets, um, but they didn't, didn't really um, help a huge amount, to be honest. Oh, right. I don't think, there's not really, um, there's not really much you can do, because I think one of the, one of the issues with it is um, for sort of medications, you can't really test them to check they're safe, like in human yeah. trials. Ah, right, okay, not, yeah. not particularly ethical to uh, <clears throat> test on pregnant women in case it does have adverse effects for the women or the uh, baby, so... Um, yeah, that's, that's a fucking yeah. fine line, it's that is. Kind of, it's just a kind of, uh, you know, grid and burial usually goes away around the 20-week mark. So you just got to be nails for 20 weeks. Mm. Yeah, rough. basically. That's rough. What, um, do yeah. you have any tips for, so say if, because, um, you know, I, you're a pretty patient man, Paul, but I also know um, you, you, uh, your patience can, can seem like it quickly wears out with nothing. You're very patient, and then now and then you'll have a little snap. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, just give him ice cream, he's fine. And there's no warning, it's weird with Paul, because there's no warning, because he's usually so patient. Um, so how, like, do you have any advice, say if, uh, say if you were talking to another father, to be, right, um, and their partner was going through, um, through this, like, would you have any advice, like, just be super nice, or, um, like, what? Yeah, you just, to them? you just need to be, um, you know, really, really understanding. Um, you need to know that um, even like tiny things that are, you know, pretty sort of innocuous, or you don't even notice yourself, um, can have like quite a big impact on on your partner. And well, like, like I said, yeah, well, everything like it's a really, really sensitive smells. Sometimes just the smell of me would make us sick. <laughs> so. You've got to just be kind of like you know, not not take things personally. <laughs> that's right. that's hard not to take personally. Yeah, you, you fucking stink. Who makes you fucking stink? Look, I can't stand your smell. Get out of my house. <laughs> Did you have to like sleep downstairs and stuff? Um, I don't remember ever, ever having to sleep downstairs. Um, but you know. For some people, maybe maybe they would have to, and if that makes them kind of more comfortable, then it's just something you've got to do, isn't it? Um, but yeah, so like, yeah, my main advice is just sort of you know be be patient, be sensitive to to the needs, and um, try and uh, try and work out what kind of things uh, trigger trigger the sickness most often, so you can try and avoid. Um, and like I said, like you. Just be prepared to to make sacrifices. So, uh, like I said, I the only hot food I I ate was uh, you know at work or um, pop into my mum and dad's in the nights or whatever. Right. So yeah, what I was saying is, so really, you were talking about in terms of when you found out. So yeah, so you told so the first people you told. Yes. They weren't, they weren't your family. No. Nope. They were your band members. The band members. Yes. yes. And 
you alluded to the fact that so most of them were, took it pretty well. But this is something yes. else I wanted to um, to dig into. Is like, did anyone take it badly, right? Or what, did anyone react in a way you yes. were surprised? Because yes. I know yours and my friend um, will name names, right? But I know someone we know re- reacted surprisingly bad, right? To the no, he was a cunt. He was a cunt. And it, I'm not going to beat around the bush with it. And everyone, I told them because it was a massive part of my life. And obviously, I was in a band for 10 years and they were a massive part of, they were a massive part of my life as well. And, you know, I wanted them to, you know, the two ideas to come together and, and, you know, be amazing. And, um, yeah, like certain, like he just was a complete dick about it. And the first thing out of his mouth was, well, that's you fucked then. And I was just like, I don't know if he was joking. And he was like, well, I'll never see you again. And it was just completely flipped the whole thing on his head. And he made it really selfish. And I don't know if it was because I was being selfish with, you know, listen to what I've got to say. Because it's a massive thing. I think having a kid, you know, you've got the three big things in your life. You get married, you buy a house, you have a, have a kid. And, you know, they were all there for that. And then I told him that and he was just a complete cunt about it. And so I left. So, yeah, it was it was completely not the reaction I thought I was going to get. So, yeah. Did, but imagine, though, most people reacted very differently to that, right? Most people would have been over the moon. 99% of people were the happiest I've ever seen them ever. And which made me feel amazing because then that proved to me that the people that were in my life at the time and I still are in the time I still care about me and you know and whatever and which was is amazing but I just thought some news like that even if it's a guy in the street you'd go oh congratulations mate that's amazing you know and then for someone and it fucking hurts it still hurts now you know did um did any so did anyone know what you were trying while you were trying uh no so no. I, when you told everyone it was a complete surprise no one yeah, knew. yeah no one knew at all um no one knew that we were trying no one knew you know that we were gonna have a kid eventually it was you know and um even a certain person that joined the band and i'd known for a while but wasn't really close with uh, was over the moon and was texting me and he still texts me now. How's the family and everything? And it was great. And uh, But I haven't heard or seen or anything from the complete prick uh, for, for four years. Yeah, four years. And he was best man at my wedding. So, yeah. <laughs> how did um, how did your how did your parents react though? Over the moon. Absolutely. That must be an amazing that must be an amazing moment, right, when you tell your parents. Yes. Uh, my dad cried because he's a twat. Uh, no, my dad my dad cried. Uh, my mum was the happiest I'd since Wales beat England in the Six Nations thirty-three-three. Um yeah, well, she was over over the moon. My stepdad was screaming. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And when you do get that chance to do it, you know, you, I think your parents, I think your parents, should be, I think it's the most proudest thing they can do. I think. 
what about you paul like what was when you found so when's when's that meeting it ended um yeah. and and you and you i know bought cat flowers i imagine you did something to make up to her i hope you did um <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> She well, probably, probably would have been sick. <laughs> I can't believe you bought me flowers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, did you like? Who, did you tell anyone? Like, what? Like, who were the first people you told? Um, the first, well, we didn't tell anyone for for a, a few weeks. Um, but I think the first person we told was Cat's mum, and that was more earlier than we had hoped to to tell her. Um, and it was probably because of the, the sickness with with Kat. Um, she was she was in work. I was working as well. Um, and she she needed um, her mum to pick her up from work. She needed someone to take her home. Basically, she couldn't get a bus or anything. She couldn't stop being sick. Um, so she had to tell tell her mum. Um, you know, earlier than we planned. Um, and then because we told her mum is is pretty uh, soon after. Probably I can't remember if it was the same day or day after that we told told my parents as well. Um, and yeah, they were, you know, they were, they were really happy about it. What about friends and stuff? Because obviously they, um, because you're told not to wait until 12 weeks, right? I think. Yeah. You know they tell you? Yeah. So, yeah. um, because yeah, because what, because when, because when you, because this is the thing, right? So did you tell, did you guys have scans before you told anyone or did you tell people like just from the piss test? We had, um, a scan first, but because of the because of the sickness, we had a we had an early scan. Right. So we had one at like we had one at like seven or eight weeks. Um, is that is that procedure then? Is it or is that something that you wanted to do? Um, they they said like you know because of the the amount of um, issues the cat was having, they yeah, said, yeah. Yeah, you know we recommend doing doing one now. We were like quite quite we were quite nervous about it. Because it's not surprised. You know, they they usually you know you only have them early scans if they think there could be could be an issue. So yeah, yeah, um, you know, we were, we were a, bit, a bit worried about it in case it was bad news. But uh, you know, thankfully it was it was all fine. Um, and then because we had that kind of earlier scan, we sort of felt a bit more confident telling people about it then. What about you, Wheeler? Did you did you tell everyone? Was it like did you tell anyone before the scan, or did you wait to have the scan before you told people? Well, I told. I told the boys in the band the day I found out. <laughs> um, that turned out well. Um, yeah, I told I told them the day that I found out, and I didn't tell any. No, I didn't tell anyone else until we had the scan. Then at twelve weeks, right? And then and then after that, then we we told everyone. I think. Because yeah, Paul, I can't remember if you t- like. I can't remember. I think you put. I can imagine you probably told me before the twelve week scan. Must have. Yeah, I did. I I, th- I can't remember how far along it was when I told you. I remember I I remember I rang you. Yeah, I remember you called me and told me. Yeah. You should have texted. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna meet. Uh, oh, Foxy. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember ringing you. I can't I can't remember how far along that was. So um, when you told Paul, when you told everyone, did did you was it all good responses? Did you have anyone who was like, "You've ruined your life"? <laughs> <laughs> not in a, not in a not in a serious way. It is a weird thing, like with you, Wheeler, to have one person because obviously not just joking around. To have one person seem like they genuinely are like, well, because essentially they're more interested in 
their own relationship with you and, and they're being selfish, right? That's what it is because they want oh, to so. see. They see this is a big change, which means, um, you know, they might not get from you in the future what they've been getting from you in the past. Mm-hmm. It was, I, uh, John, funny enough, me and, me and, um, oh, me, I mean, me and my mate were talking about this the other day and it was, this person still thought we were 19 and still doing the same old stuff and was like, what do you mean you can't come out? And it was, it was just weird. And as soon as that, that like, it was, it was a lot of friction, like, between us uh, anyway. And I think this just tipped it over the edge. And I think deep down, I think he just used it as an excuse. And I think he, I think he felt like he was going to lose a mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just went about it the wrong way because I, we'd gone, me and, me and this guy went through a lot together personally, especially with his, his family and stuff. And I was always the first one there and I carried his grandfather's coffin in, into the fucking funeral, you know? And that's a big thing. For me. That's a really big thing. And I was there for everything and for him to react like that was i was just like well you're a cunt fuck you and then i left the, i left the band because i was like I'm, i don't want to be associated with someone that i've known for 15 years and it's gonna be like that so yeah and i'm lovely i'm really nice <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but poor so everyone don't was that. pretty positive on your end though, right yeah yeah i was like you know my my you know and my brother-in-law and stuff because he had two kids already was kind of like jokey like you know you're never gonna sleep again that kind of yeah, thing but yeah, there's, yeah. there's nothing you know everyone was it's just it's just good advice that though right yeah yeah, yeah. well it's just 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 the truth it's yeah, like that, Mick, that mickey flanagan sketch you know it's like oh right she's pregnant yeah she finds a game of pool <laughs> it's just like okay <laughs> but, um, yeah, so so I got one kind of question, right, um, to end it, is was it different the second time, right? So so when you found out, did you feel different? Because I can imagine a lot of the, um, what what word did you use, Paul? Foreboding, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of that kind of impending doom. Like, that must be, like, just not there, right? Because you you know what to expect. So is it is it so the thing I was thinking about is that is it less exciting because it's the second time right so it's not as new and um, it's not as um, you know it's not as a shock but in a way is it almost more enjoyable because the 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 fears and the the, the worries you had are kind of you don't have this time because you've gone through it so. So Paul, stick with you then. Like, what was it different the second time? Like, how did it feel when you found out you were going to have the second child? Yeah, obviously you didn't have that kind of same um, same nerves or panic because you know Dylan was still alive and well. So you know we we know what we're doing, so it's going to be fine. I think the only thing the only um, thing for us was just uh, sickness. You know, I'm guessing just just like yeah, slightly worried that um Kat was gonna kind of experience the same same type of uh, symptoms the second time round. Um but yeah, luckily she did she didn't have it 
anywhere near as badly um, with Ivy. So that was fun. But yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I was much more kind of relaxed about the whole thing the second time round. Um, so I, I'd say, yeah, it, it more enjoyable, but for you know different reasons. So there are other things to be excited about, like um, you know Dylan having a having a sibling and things like that. Yeah, just yeah. kind of a different um, different elements of it you're sort of looking forward to. What about what about you, Wheeler? Were you what was it like the second time? Um, I had the same reaction because we were trying again. Um, I don't think anyone knew again that we were trying. Um, over I, the moment, I had I I was pretty confident you would, you were probably trying. <laughs> Gen- genuinely, so 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 like when was it? I can't remember what it was. So we we were. Did I look shagged out? Oh, it was right. I think I think you had I think. You had yeah, yours for something, yeah. You had a barbecue or something, and this was about four months before you told us. And afterwards, Leah was like, "I got a, I got a feeling they're trying again, right?" I don't, I don't know what it was. Leah said oh, that to me. Oh, it was, it was over Leah's mum's, and we had that barbecue. That was, it was my birthday, yeah. Yeah, because it was Newcastle, Liverpool. Uh, yeah, that's your. Only... <laughs> <laughs> not because it's like yeah, my, my yeah. because it was my thirtieth birthday, you know. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Happy um, birthday, Steve. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so so she yeah she just had this vibe. I don't know what it was. And then um, yeah, then a few months later, uh, whatever the hell it was. So I don't know. She just had this feeling, and I was like, yeah, it kind of made sense, right? Um, terms of like how old Erin was and and all that, right? Just just kind of made sense. Um, but yeah. So were you? So you saying the feet it just felt the same? Like were you less scared, more scared? Um, more scared? I I I'd say I'm more anxious at this time because Erin was per like the perfect baby. It was like a book, you know. This happens, this happens, this happens. And I think there was two two nights that I lost sleep that I was absolutely fucked because she was teething, and that was it. And everything else in between was was perfect so i know on that. this one so yeah i know yeah we'll leave that next we'll leave we'll leave that for another recording <laughs> but we'll get into that i'm sure paul's got some good stories about um the, the challenging times of uh once the baby's here but i think this one now is going to be the complete opposite and i'm going to be uh, i'm just it's going to be horrendous well that yeah that's really interesting because paul's the opposite way around right paul yeah. um yeah, but like yeah, I said, we'll get we'll get into that. Yeah. Is, that's that's literally in, in the list of, of things to talk about, right? Um, right, okay, yeah. So that's kind of it, right? That's that like in terms of the um, like finding out um, you're pregnant, right, and and the next steps. Um, so I got three maybe three things that people can take away, I guess. Is um, other than obviously, you know, I'm glad we live now and you know injecting mats with with women piss. Um. Speak for yourself. Guess what I'm doing tomorrow night. <laughs> you ran out. Of, I guess we are kind of four months deep into lockdown. You just ran out of things to do with your kids. Now you're injecting piss into rats. Well, I've got a couple of rats I've cornered in work. So um, it was out of pigeon. So you know, See what they, live in, the they live in a warehouse. They're called, Lamb- they're called Lambert and Butler. So I'm gonna go from there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So takeaways are. 
some people. So, Paul, do you know how many women have hyperemesis? Um, uh, is it rare? Is it rare as fuck? Uh, I don't think it's that rare. I think it's about ten percent. I think it's like something like one in ten. Because Nick, Nick had sickness, like bad. It was bad, but it wasn't like she just had a load of lollipops. Like I remember, I finished. We had a football match on a Monday, and we didn't finish till like half ten, eleven o'clock. And I had to go to the twenty-four hour garage on the way home and buy a load of friggin' jubblies. And then I I came home and she was sat in bed eating fucking tip tops at like half eleven at night. And I was like, "You fucking what are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever helps, right? So um, so yes, yeah, so if you have that. So yeah, it's unlikely. Well, it's it's not that likely you'll get it. But if you have it, you basically got to suck it up, right? <laughs> that sucks. Not much you can do. That's but if bad. you're the, if you're the if you're the other half in that relationship, try to be nice. It's probably what I'd say, right? Try and be yeah. nice. Try your best <laughs> to be nice. Um, over nice. Maybe so. I'd say maybe pick pick and uh, pick and choose your the right time and the right medium to revealing that you're pregnant might be a good tip as well. I thought you were gonna say pick and choose up your partner then. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that would just be an ongoing thing. I, guess. Um, I do yeah, her maybe. her no her. <laughs> I think uh, yeah, like you know, I think I think Nick did a pretty good job of hers. Um, cat maybe room for improvement. Um, and uh, yeah, another thing is that some people might not respond uh, to finding out in a way you might think they will. No. Um, and the way I would say is that you know I guess some people, particularly like in your situation, Mac, where you you know you're in this band, and to be fair to the person, that that band was a big deal to him, right? Um, even though. It was a big deal. It was a big deal to me because it was the, I yeah, stopped me getting I a proper think, job for ten years. I think the problem is though that that was a bigger deal to him than understanding how big a deal it is to you that yeah. you about to have right? Which 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 is the problem. So it's it's perfectly fine and normal for you know if you're close to anyone and they have a big change in their life, it's perfectly fine and normal to be like maybe sad about that and while you process it, but to respond in a way in which basically kind of just dis- dis- discounts how important that is to someone who I think is um out of order to be honest. Oh, um and yeah, so I guess that they're the three main takeaways I've got. Anything from you guys to add to that? <laughs> I'll take I'll take that. It's not it's just flashed up on my screen, Brighton Nil Newcastle Nil. So uh yeah, fuck you, Brighton, you piece of shit. You know, anyway, you know, you know when your football team's doing bad when the fact is still nil nil is such good news it distracts you. What? <laughs> um, and I guess maybe a third takeaway is, uh, you know, look forward to breast engorgement. So that's probably how we can leave it. So there we have episode two, all about what you do as a dad when you find out you're about to have a baby. Something that most of us are quite familiar with. We see all the Instagram posts and social media posts um of, of reveals of people being pregnant but really interesting to hear from both paul and matt their you know experience um more in, in detail um uh, particularly i found most interesting is how some people might not respond like you think um so yeah really really interesting from, from my point of view hope you enjoyed it uh, as well and i'll catch you next time thanks bye